Hello and welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm joined as always by Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.ck. Samtownsendmusic.ck. Boom, done it, hero call, must be Czechoslovakia. No. But Czechoslovakian East. Mm, yes, but no. Do you recognise that from the, uh, the yes. old Holston Pills advert? Uh, was it Holston Pills or was it Carling Black Label? It was Holston Pills. But that's by the by. CK is um, Carling Black, Black Label. Label. Uh, or, or you could have uh, Follow the Bear for Hofmeister. Yes, indeed. Um, that's enough of that. Give me a clue. Well, you've only had one guess. I don't. I can't think of any other country to start. The, it's not Canada. No, it's not. Or Canada. No. Cambodia? No. It's the K that's confusing me. Mm, sure. Hit me. Well, the C and the K are both in the first... You can't hurt me! ...are both in the first word of this country. Fine. Cook Islands! Cook Islands. Wow, why have they got their own... What? <laughs> we just had something flash up on the computer saying there's an error synchronising something. Shit, man, is it still going? We'll plow on. Okay. The Cook Islands. Yes. What a great result. And what are, a wonderful place. Are we playing the game where we say old saying, uh, sayings and we try to Famous catch each other out? Famous sayings. Yes, we are. Think of a quick saying oh, then. We'll God. pause it while it happens. Okay. After a, a small eternity. I couldn't think of a famous saying. No. Okay, so. First of all, we need to say that... As of a couple of weeks ago, and uh, we did have to take a week off recording, so we're sorry this is a week late, but we are now part of the Deep Dive Podcast Network. Of course, which we is... are. We joined the Deep Dive Podcast Network and then proceeded to stop recording podcasts. <laughs> we did, deeply or not. Well, I did actually take a deep dive. You did, yes. Off, off. a picnic bench. Yes. And sadly, knocked myself out. <laughs> yes, you did. Thus then suffering concussion. yes. And this is not, all true. Yes, and that all happened. So we, I had to take some time off work. Then I had to take some time off podcasting, brother. I'm so, I'm so did. sorry. You did. No, no. So it was, uh, you know, one of those things that happens. That happened at my 40th birthday party. It certainly did. <laughs> <laughs> what a time for it to happen. What a time. Mate, it was quite the thing. It really was. It was, uh, yes. The less said about it, the better. Anyway, we'll gloss over that. Yes. Never known anyone's birthday last for two and a half weeks. I'm now uh, suffering the consequences. Go on. Um, uh, for medical reasons this evening, I'm drinking wine. <laughs> <laughs> and gin and tonic, and, and just gin had some and tonic. lager. But no, no, I had a cider. Right. Oh, that'll help. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm suffering from a fairly serious case of gout. Uh, so, I am soldiering on in the name of the podcast, but I'm trying... Uh, I mean, obviously, drinking wine is not going to help, but... Drinking beer is top of the list of things not to do, but it didn't mention Prosecco, so... But he's, yeah, he's going for it. Yeah. So whilst my whiny brother, not mm. in the whiny sense of whining, but in the whiny sense of drinking wine... Wine, yes. But you're currently drinking gin. I am. Uh, so you're having cider, gin, and <laughs> But no beer. Uh, beer's probably the best thing to drink for gout. No, it's not. It's not the best thing to drink for gout. Not cider, drinking. After I found out... Uh, after I uh, had... Uh, semi-consumed my cider mm. I found out the cider wasn't good either no. I'd already drank half of it so, so I, you polished it off. I popped it in we are today doing an episode where we're going to look at the back end of the b-sides and of course some deluxe tracks 
Uh, did you by deluxe? Do you mean deluxe? Deluxe. I yeah. mean extra special. Sure. Deluxe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As in deluxe edition. Yeah, the deluxe edition. The deluxe edition. We'll, well, we'll agree to disagree, but I'm sure that there'll be. Well, if you say deluxe like Ben, please let him know and let me know. If, like most normal people, you say deluxe, then uh, hashtag deluxe. In the writing of the hashtag, you can't tell how it's pronounced. Oh, shit, no, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the reason we're doing deluxe editions is because I wanted to wrap up the eventually Joe. B-side list that we've been doing. Yeah. Good or bad or completely unnecessary, the way that we decided to approach the B-sides episodes was to go on YouTube and the first list of B-sides that comes up is by Venture Joe. And we've just been working our way through it, haven't we? We have. We've taken Venture's fine work and we've uh, used it to our own advantage. And we ran with it. We did. However... Something I couldn't do now. No. Well, you couldn't even... You could hop with it now. I could barely stand with you it. You could barely walk with it. So... Venture Joe, however, I thought, right, we'll just wrap this up. Mm. Going through the lists, I thought, well, what we've got left is we've got an opening. That's off Hump the Bump. That's a B-side. But it's live. And we said we're not going to do live tracks. We're not going to do... We vowed we wouldn't. Say. Yeah, but that was the vow from the beginning. Episode 18, we vowed that. Mm-hmm. Episode, the first, episode 18, we did Quixotic Elixir, Gong Lee, Body of Water, Joe, Slowly, Deeply, and Someone. What a list of tunes. Yeah, great tunes. That was at Mum and Gordy's, of course. It certainly was. Someone. I just adore someone. Who? Very good. Yeah, thank you. Then like, next one on Venture Joe's list was Bicycle Song. Mallow. Okay, not a single. So that was a, on the deluxe version of uh, By The Way. Sure. Okay, well, we can't do that one then. Then it was Bob. Okay, but not a single. An iTunes bonus track. A deluxe, if you will. Then it was Body of Water. I thought, well, we've done that one in part one. Anyway, you can see where this is going. Yes. I was thinking, have we got an episode here? So what I thought, let's do the, let's tidy this era up. Yes. 95% of these songs have been either on off One Hot Minute or from the John Second era. Mm. So if we tidy that up nicely tonight by doing the remaining B-sides and the Deluxe Cali, Deluxe, by the way, and Deluxe... You just said you just mispronounced deluxe three times in quick succession. <laughs> Keep going. Deluxe. Oh, he's, he's done it again. <laughs> Shut up. Um, deluxe Cali, Deluxe, by the way. Oh, right. Ju- uh, there is no real deluxe um, stadium because it's those commentaries that were the additional things, that those cool. Um, oh, yeah, they, they were good, though. Yeah, they were, but they don't constitute a truly deluxe experience. No, well, nothing does. So we'll we'll wrap that up. And then I think moving on for the B-sides, as, as, as we do start, run out of things to talk about, we can do the Josh, the Josh era, mm. and then we can tackle the really big one, of course, which is I'm Beside You. Oh, which would be lovely to do. That'll be, I reckon we could squeeze three episodes. Oh, we've, got, we've still got plenty to do, and of course, there's new material to come, and as announced on this very day, a new tour is in the offing. Oh, and what a way to announce it. As much as we have bitched and moaned that the Chili's haven't been engaging with their fans, what a way to come back. What a way to come back to see John with the lads. Well, with the long hair. With that hair's coming John's hair so looking nice and Of course, he wasn't with the lads. He was with... Um, Blue Hoffwaffle. He was with um, Randy Raindrops. Ran, ran, Randy Raindrops, yes. And, uh, yeah, whoever the swan was. It's that Hoffwaffle. Something yeah. like that. What, oh, I absolutely cracked up when I watched that. I think that was genuinely funny. 
I love watching Flea rolling all over the desk. Yeah. And the editing, when they go mad, the editing's brilliant. Yeah, it's great stuff. And John's, poor John, looking so bemused. Yes. And when he's talking to Randy Raindrops, it's great. Yeah, it's brilliant. It was very good. Obviously, no one was expecting it, but when I saw it, I, I, I started it and had no idea what it was. And then sort of slowly realised that it was indeed the Swan and Flea, and then Chad, hmm. and then John was there. Yeah. And slowly it all begins to fall into place. John looking like he thinks the world has gone mad around him. Yeah. Great but stuff. no, fantastic news. And obviously, already been in communications with Jack Fox about the possibility of a podcast meetup at a UK show. Well, I think we can now kind of officially put that out there. Once we've booked our tickets... We will announce where we're going to see the yes. Chilies, obviously. Yes. yes. What an announcement that will be for Oh, my word. It will be a wonderful announcement, and we'll announce it and invite everyone to come along to the meetup. It's one of the things I've been waiting for ever since we started doing this and realised that there was people who would want to come and do a group thing. It's, yeah, absolutely. I can't wait. You'll recognise us. We'll be barely able to walk through gout, yeah. but wearing a, a podcast T-shirt. I'll probably be drinking a bottle of wine. Lovely stuff. Ben will be drinking Carling. Darling. Yeah. Or, or Carlsberg. Yes. So don't label me Just, as a, no. a one lager man. No, he's not a one lager man. Certainly not. Far from it. Well, from it. Yes. We are going to be talking about today the following tunes. Yes. Melancholy Mechanics. Yes. Stretch You Out. Yes. Bob. Yes. All from the One Hot Minute era. We're going to look at the, uh, the iTunes digital bonus tracks for Californication, Fat Dance and Overfunk, because, of course, we have already talked about uh, Quixotic Elixir. Yes. We've talked about Gong Lee, which was on the Japanese CD, so we don't need to talk about that. Gong Lee? Gong Lee, indeed. Oh, yeah, but it was also on the um, Scar Tissue single. Yes, indeed. Absolutely it was. But we haven't discussed it through that method. Uh, also, on the Australian edition and the Japanese CD reissue bonus disc was Gong Lee, How Strong, which we've done in part three, episode 47. How Strong. Instrumental part two we are talking about, instrumental number two. Yes, looking forward to it. <laughs> yes, of course. And then off, by the way, Deluxe edition, we'll be talking about Runaway and Bicycle Song. So a good mixture there, I think you'll agree. I do agree, Ben. I'm just, I'm just opening my wine. I'm, I look over to this uh, Logic Pro, which is running very jittery and keeps telling me things I don't understand. There we go. In a concerned way. We need to buy a new hard drive, brother. We will, Ben. Good. Okay, so shall we um, get into... The first track. The first track. Which is? The first track is Melancholy Mechanics. Well, I'm not going to give too much away. Okay. Uh, so therefore, I think we should just listen to the song. Good. What possibly were you going to give away? Some of my thoughts. We never do that pre-song. No. Okay. That's a confusing cha- possible change to the format. Uh, off we go into Melancholy Mechanics. Persistent mistake fogs my vision. Psycho-exist point of collision. It's raining in my cranium. My head feels like a stage. Three pounds of gray about to burst inside my three pound universe. It's raining in my cranium. My head feels like a stadium. 
As we come out of the one hot minute sections, the one hot minute songs, I'm, uh, I'm going to read some words from the fabulous Pete Moore. I reached out to him and asked him to give us some thoughts on Melancholy Mechanics, Stretch and Bob, and uh, he was kind enough to do that for us. He writes, originally written for the guys at Universally Speaking, who asked me for my thoughts on three B-sides from the band's one hot minute era. It's possible I overcomplicated this just a bit. Pete is a fabulous writer. <laughs> that's not Pete saying that, that's me. Uh, and he... Wrote, wrote a wonderful piece um, and that will be linked in the show notes below if you want to check it all out I'm just going to read the bits about the songs Pete goes on to say a big thank you to the guys at University RHCP because had they not asked me to do this I'd never have put it together my love for music and in particular the acts herein Hendrix, Jane's Addiction and the Red Hot Chili Peppers were forged in a teenage brain that was on a journey of discovery fear, grief and ultimately happiness thank you for getting me to take it out and have a look at it now as I said linked below for the full article uh, called These Are the Melancholy Mechanics of My Mind. And first of all, we are going to have a look at what Pete had to say about Melancholy Mechanics. Melancholy Mechanics, a laid-back number where Anthony explains that he's back on drugs in about as pretty a way as possible, doing as he does on top of a laid-back jazz groove with Dave at the forefront and Flea and Chad showing that if you just need them to be the rhythm, rhythm section, then they can play it that way too. There are a couple of needless bursts of heavy guitar. Dave tends to get the blame for this sort of thing, but it's happened before, most notably on Apache Rose Peacock. It's an urge the band have put away by the days of, say, hey, and there's a keyless rap. It's not exactly hardcore rap, because AK delivers with the comedy effects last heard on Uplift Mofo Party Plan's Skinny Sweaty Man. I secretly love this. Although the subject matter is dark, the lyrics are designed in a light-hearted way, and the overall feel of the song is sunny. General point, AK is really, really good at this, delivering minor thoughts in a major key. Should Melancholy have made it onto the album? It would have certainly lightened things up. It would have upped the jazz quotient. Or quotient. And it may have drawn in a few different sets of ears. But then, maybe that's why it made the soundtrack and CD, why it made soundtrack and CD single material. In my humble opinion, the quality is all there. It's more the cultural fit with the rest of the album. We gently glide... Out. Glide. Melancholy mechanics. Glide out with the occasional rumbunctious burst. Yes, the occasional unnecessary rumbunctious burst of noise. What do you make of melancholy mechanics, Samuel Donovan Townsend? I don't mind it. I think it's got some qualities. Yeah, it's got lots of qualities. It's got some... What's the opposite of a quality? A quality? Yeah, I think I think you've hit the nail on the head there. It's yeah. got some qualities and some qualities. Yes, I agree. It's got some qualities. It's also got a number of qualities. Mm. I think the the seesaw, the scales, if you will, are much more heavily weighted on the equality side. The equality. No, hang on. I've lost. I don't equality. understand. The equality. No, the quality, not <laughs> equality. The quality the side. Equality. The quality side. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, what are some of the qualities that you particularly? Picked up on. Well, first of all, let's say it's um, the B-side of Warped. So it is a true B-side. We're not yet on the deluxe chat. No, this is a genuine B-side. Genuine. Yes. What do I love? I love that... Well, you actually love some of it. I think it's a great song. 
Okay. I love that initial line, that repeating line. Ba, 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 ba. It's seventh, it's seventh chords, and it repeats all the way through. And I consider a seventh chord to be a leading chord. Mm-hmm. It's telling you that we're going somewhere else. Every time that repeats, it's so smooth, it's so mellow, it's so slinky. And the swan, as that starts, with that oh yeah, is... Yeah. Oh, it's so one hot minute. It's, oh, it's so one hot minute. <laughs> it is. And there's a reason for that. Mm, it was done it during the one hot minute. <laughs> but is it a bit walkabout, do you think? I mean, if it is, it's Walkabout Light. Oh, do you think Walkabout's a better song than Melancholy Mechanics? I think Walkabout's a more complete song. I think you might be right there. I think one of the things that this song particularly suffers from is some serious... I mean, if a human body was as disjointed as this song, mm. it would be in a right mess. Beth. Just be flopping about all over the place. It would, it would. It would just be a sack of bones on the road. Barely able... Like you. <laughs> no, I'm not... A, I'm, I'm not a sack of bones or on the, nor on the road. No. You're a, you are essentially a sack of bones. We're well, essentially a sack of are, bones. Yes, yes. We're just not yeah. on the road. But I am jointed. That would truly be life in the first lane. Anyway... Moving past me saying that. He liked that. <laughs> that was my saying! Oh, no. Of course it was, because it wasn't good. Okay. It didn't work. It wasn't funny. I don't know why you were so pleased with it. <laughs> I can't help smiling while I do mine. Have uh, some of this sweet, sweet wine. I bet you will. Sweet. I loved... Uh, do you want to praise your wine more? <laughs> no, no. I love the line, it's raining in my cranium. My head feels like a stadium. Interesting early mention of stadiums. Mm, well, yes, of course. The word stadium was going to become more important and more uh, recognised as a Red Hot Chili Peppers word. Do you think there's a possibility that this, the album could ever have been called Cranium Arcadia? Uh, stadium Arcranium. Arcranium? Yeah, well, maybe, yeah. But probably it's, not. The, the odds are low, aren't they? Very low. Although some of the, the odds of some of the things they do in some of the songs on One Hot Minute are pretty low as well. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, there's that big burst in this song. Oh, right? I know. Why make that big noise? There's two bursts. Yeah, so the first burst, at least it is a musical interlude. The second burst is just a burst and then silence. Well, I then... say if you're going to do that, that first burst, mm. commit to it. This is what One Hot Minute does so often. It yeah. either does something for too long yeah. or doesn't do something for long enough. Don't do it. This is a nice little plink. This is this is a nice plinky song. You're, you've only got plinky plonky in your mind because of Gong Li. Yeah, but this is a nice little plinky plonky number that's moving along nicely. We don't need that heavy guitar. We don't need it once, and we definitely don't need it twice. It's, it doesn't make any well, sense. Well, the first time's ridiculous because it's just a, bur- a, a one a one chord burst. That's the second time. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, the one chord burst is, is absolutely ludicrous. Let's walk our way through it a little bit then, because. Though that chorus sound, mm-hmm. that backing vocal, mm-hmm. who it is, unknown. But it, I could swim in that backing vocal. I mean, I saw the dance you were doing while with, we listened to it. Hopefully with a, with a buoyancy aid. No. Gratis. Mm, gratis buoyancy aid. <laughs> but trunks. Oh, yeah. Well, Not but, butt trunks. No. Uh, <laughs> no, butt wearing trunks. Yes, exactly. Yeah, good. No, you don't want to go skinny dipping in someone's vocal. That's just disrespectful. <laughs> Especially not the swans. No, if it is the swan. Well, quite. Love it. And I love that killer clean repeated line. That the guitar. I love that chorus because Dave's also playing a little repeated line. Yeah. I can tell you like that. Because I made the guitar noise. Mm. I did the guitar action. You did. A little bit of air guitar feel. That chorus works absolutely perfectly. 
Yeah. Uh, that bongo sound. Lovely bongo. This all reminds me of, you might not be old enough to remember this, but... No, remember, uh, I am a man of the 90s. Of course you are. Well, in that case, you will know this. Mm. On the French and Saunders show, they had a band called Raw Sex. That's correct. And one of their players was a bongo player. That's absolutely right. And it just reminds me of Raw Sex. Oh, God, I, I remember fantasy. it so well, and it reminds me so much of that. Are you serious? No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were on board then. Oh, I have to pretend that I know these things that happened in the 90s. <laughs> you are a man of the 90s. I am a man of the 90s. Right. But I came into my own in the late 90s. I love the I love Flea's whole style on this because you've got Dave Hard left and you've got Flea kind of central playing a lovely I mean it's very simple. There's there's not much going on with Dave because it's a very clean delivery from Dave. It is. And Flea is playing lead lines, he's playing he's rooting it in in other places. Chad's Moribund. Well, you say that, but he's scratching the snare drum. He's doing his bongos as well. Yeah, and later on he's scratching the snare drum. Yeah, that wasn't actually part of the song. The snare drum just had a a really big itch. Well, there you go. So he he was just getting rid of that. Yeah. Rhythmically. (laughs) Yes. He said to the snare drum, if I'm going to do it during the recording of this song... By God, I'll do it in time. I'll do it in time. (laughs) And he did. I like Dave's... Solos that he's got here. He's got a couple of little breaks. Yes, yeah, no. And Dave, I mean, I, I quite like the guitar, all of the guitar work in Walkabout. I know you're not so keen on parts. Oh, of that dog sound. Yeah, I know the dog sound. It's not. It's not. Let's not, let's not revisit the dog sound. We will get into the dog sound uh, during Stretch. Yes. Um, but I think Dave, Dave is obviously at home... It, across one whole minute mm. but he seems you know when he's in these sort of more laid-back numbers where he's able just to sort of really let him just lean back in his chair and well that's the feeling that i get uh on a, a number of these songs uh these either b-size or deluxe uh, edition versions yeah i mean let's, yeah yeah no they are deluxe they are itunes extras let's play let's play the game do you truly think that this song should have made the album Fine, we'll do that for for all of these songs. Mm. Do you? No, no, not at all. <laughs> but it's but as a non-album track, as oh. a B-side, I really, really rate it. Yeah. Okay. I think as a B-side, it's it's decent. It's it. Unfortunately, it's far too disjointed. There is some great moments from everyone. That's the thing about it. That's the frustrating thing about it. Who kept coming up with this ridiculous idea to suddenly do something that was completely nonsensical within the structure of what had already gone before? I can answer that based on the evidence of the years prior and post. <laughs> yeah, I think it was, I mean, I, we don't want to lay all the blame at his door, but... but here's, a, here's a big swathe of it, Dave. Yeah, come on, Dave, what, what were you up to? I'll tell you what he was doing, he was doing big noises. Do you think he was trying to sabotage from within? Probably not, no. No, I wouldn't go that far. No. Because well, I wouldn't describe... By any means, one hot minute as a as a, a, a sabotage, sabotage album. No, <laughs> it is a great. It works album. too well. It's a great album. It works too well to yeah. be a complete sabotage. And album. if it is, then it turns out you know we 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 dig sabotage. Well, if it is a sabotage album, then what a complete failure on Dave's part. Well, yeah, well, not. But you say that it didn't sell very well. Not complete failure, no. So well done, Dave. Well, well, if that was indeed your goal. You partially succeeded. Hmm, that's enough. <laughs> I would reach out to but him. They but they still sold millions of copies of this Sabotage album. So. Yes, they did. So Dave's main solo, I really like here. It sounds yeah. like a one-take effort. It sounds dirty. It sounds grungy. It sounds scuzzy. Ooh. And 
at two minutes 43, he plays a repeated note right at the end of that solo, and it leads back into the chorus. Mm. And it puts me in mind of another band that we've talked about a few times. Guess who that might be? You won't get it. It's Tito and the Tarantulas. Oh, from, from Dust of Dawn. Of course. Okay, so I have to add them to the list of potential bands. So it's Extreme, R.E.M., oh, yeah. Guns N' Roses, only, and yeah, Tito, Tito and the Tarantulas. Tito and the Tarantulas, yeah. Fine, okay. Well, that's fine, because that's still only four. Yeah. Uh, but also the Chili's, of course. Well, no, because we're talking about that. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, so let's wrap this up. Um, the Swan does say Suffering Succotash, which is he quite does. nice. Yeah, I, I, what are your overall feelings on that little rap section? I'd like it if it went somewhere. Okay. I, it's I, not a complete balls up. No, it's not a complete I'll put balls it that up. Way. And what I do like about it is it's kind of, it's the Swan not being completely one hot minute Swan. There's a little bit of uh, old Earlier Swan there. stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're thinking about maybe um, oomph era Swan. Yeah, it just, it, it kind of takes in the Swan, it, it, it spreads itself out across. It's nice. I, yeah, I, it could. I've changed my mind. I love it. No, well, I like it for that reason. I've changed mine again. I like There's it. There's some good rhymes in it. Mm. There's a good, like you say, the, the good use of the word suffering succotash. If you can tell me who's famous for saying that, I'll give you a point. Yeah, I can't. But... Sylvester the Cat. Oh, yeah, of course. And if you can tell me the exact year Sylvester the Cat debuted, I will give you £10. Okay, I'm going to say 1937. Unlucky, you're eight years off, so relatively close, yeah. 1945. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. So, uh, we're saying that it wouldn't make the album, Melancholy Mechanics. No, definitely not. I'm saying it's got a fantastic chorus. Yeah, great chorus. Some lo- I like the verses. I dare say, you know, I don't want to bring it up early, but there is some liquid zilk in there. TM. Yeah, Certainly. I think there is from this one. Especially um, on the chorus. I think there's li- liquid zilk, TM, from... Everyone yeah. at points here. Yeah. Apart from Chad, who was moribund. Yeah, and it just, too disjointed, a sack of bones on the road, left for the garbage men to pick up. So I had a mouthful of beer when you said that, you crazy boy. Uh, yes, of course, yeah. Melon McConnie, Melon McConnie, Melancholy Mechanics is a sack of bones, left on the road, waiting for the garbage men to pick up. It is. Despite all the positive things we just said about it. Well, sometimes you throw away positive things. Well, they are the melancholy mechanics of my mind. Now, more from Pete Moore, or henceforth, as it shall be known, more from Moore. Seeging, or segueing in directly from one big mob, Stretch moves in numerous areas and really works, playing audio tricks with the stereophonic vocal switching. Separate sections of music, which initially seem to have no common frame of reference, soon come into focus like a magic eye picture. It's a track which will undoubtedly, undoubtedly stand up to repeated scrutiny, and will yield further rewards the more you listen to it. A standout moment. Raw aren't wrong. Uh, Raw did an article. Uh, you can find a picture of it. I may post it on the old socials uh, when they talked about the album when it included songs that were later to be taken off, such as Stretch and Blender. But Pete goes on to say, Raw aren't wrong. It's just that Stretch's standout moment is reserved for the My Friends CD single. It isn't even one of those 
actually a B-side B-side that will one day turn up on a film soundtrack. At least when Stretch, aka Stretch You Out, appeared on, the, appeared on My Friends, we were treated to a song with an intro. When it re-reappeared on the deluxe edition, they left the intro to One Big Mob on the actual recording. They left the intro out. It's maddening and tantalising because Stretch undeniably would have lifted one hot minute. Aside, if there's one rarity I'd happily pay 30 quid for, and the rest, it's Raw Magazine's demo CD of one hot minute. Stretch is funky as fuck, and in the best possible way. Shades of Parliament Funkadelic, interspersed with a sort of meandering bassline that can trace its bloodline back to funky monks or even freaky styly. The lyrics to the intro were quite possibly filthy, but not in an overt suck my kiss or God help us sex rap way, more like Hendrix's Crosstown Traffic, a way in which they a way in which they might not be filthy at all. I guess there are people out there that like blood sugar, blood sugar, blood sugar for the sex, and I guess Stretch might have redressed this. For me, the sex on Blood Sugar Sex Magic has always been a bit like sex in life. Percentage-wise, not that much of a big deal. Colory. Corollary. Pete, I can't say that word. The lack of sex on one hot minute may be a fourth tranche of difference between the albums, but you'd have to ask someone else. Stretch isn't perfect, like a lot of the one-hot-minute songs it goes on a bit and forgets how to end, although slightly more forgivably here. One of the stated problems with the writing process was the need for this jam band to actually write songs. Stretch, however, sounds like it may have been just that, a jam. Let it play out, man. Oh, and one more thing. Stretch contains one of my favourite ever keyless lines. Make it up as I go along. That way is never wrong. Years later, when I first joined Twitter, I have this as my bio. Stretch, in short, is a really jazzy song that deserves so much more. Hell, One Hot Minute deserves stretch, just like jazz lovers deserved One Hot Minute. It never did turn up on a motion picture soundtrack. Okay, as we stretch out of Stretch You Out, I'm going to just tell you something that Amace said as we conversed on the uh, electronic mails. Mm. He says, I love the B-sides. I listened to Melancholy Mechanics Stretch and Let's Make Evil as much as the rest of One Hot Minute back in 95. It was all on the same C90 tape, so it all played as one. That doesn't happen so much. His Blood Sugar Sex C90 was awesome. It also had uh, Sikami Sikami Kaneko, Fellas Cock, Sold to Squeeze and Search and Destroy. That isn't the way that we experienced, certainly not Blood Sugar. No, and not by the way. Uh, Not One Hot Minute. Not One Hot Minute either. We were pure CD chaps, weren't we? Album men, if you will. Mm. 90s men. Oh, God, yeah. well, we company were. men, company men, you company men. We've done we, that. We mustn't. <laughs> we, we can't do that again. We were album men. We uh, the B side. Obviously, I discovered uh, "Let's Make Evil" because I had the single uh, of whatever it was on. <laughs> yes, we talked about that. I'm sure when we talked about "Let's Make Evil," um, and it's a great song. Now, to a certain extent. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> well. The, Stretch You Out is a great song to a certain extent. Stretch was so close to being so close. on the album. Closer was... than probably many other B-sides. It's a great companion piece for One Big Mob. I am going to disagree with you there. Oh, okay. So I think actually the transition is much, much better on the album as it fades away. One Big Mob fades out for longer and it cuts and it then seags or segues, if you will, into Walkabout. Yeah, true. Well, that is what we're used to, but I can see how this would have worked. I think this is clumsy, actually. Disjointed? OHM. Yeah, I would say it's just like a bag of meat. A, a bag, bag of bones, bones in the road. 
waiting for the garbage man. Yeah. No, I think this song is better than uh, A Bag of Bones. Yeah, oh, I do, definitely. And actually, I think this song, unlike so many on One Hot Minute, is not disjointed. Well, it is. It is a bit. At the end. But not, well, at the end, no, well, it just drags on. But it hasn't got the level of disjointedness that so many others have and that have led to so many of the other songs being discarded on the road. Here's the question for you, then. Would this make the album for you? I wouldn't have minded if it had made the album. I wouldn't now put it on the album at the expense of a song that did make the album. But I can understand why it was seriously considered. It's a good song. And it's a complete song. Yeah. I, I, I would put this on the album, but I would have to insist on tightening up the end. Well, the end is shit. There's too much on One Hot Minute. What is it? What was wrong with them? It's ridiculous. It's crazy. And I think I've um, identified a possible culprit for this. <laughs> yeah, I think we have. Based on pre and post material. But the problem is, it, it drags on... And you think, okay, it's already dragged on. Should have finished a minute ago, or they should have come up with a way of finishing it when the song was still in full swing. Then it drags on, and then it drags on even further with some... Some delay pedals slowing down. I do like the way, as, as Dave is fiddling with his knob, mm. that um, the rest of the band Leave slow the down. <laughs> <laughs> no, the rest of the band slow down, because Dave's reducing the speed of the delay. Yeah. And that gets slower. And Flea and... Uh, I'm not entirely sure it is Chad on the percussion. But whoever that is playing the percussion mm. brings that pace down as well, which is, which is quite nice. It doesn't need to be there. No. shouldn't be there. No. Had it made the album, uh, I would have to insist that be excised. Well, it would have been just another example, another shining example of this ridiculous habit they had at that time. <laughs> so, in, in for that, I'm glad it didn't, although in many ways it's already too late. It's far too late. We are... If they had their time again, I'm sure it, some, of the, some of the songs would be tightened up. Yeah, we're 26 years too late on this. Oh, well, we should mention that today is the day that uh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic is 30. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, uh, BSSM. Is it a coincidence that the tour was announced today? Oh, well, no, probably oh, not. No. Oh, great way they announced it, though. I really love that. I'm going to call Chad Randy for now, Randy Raindrops. Randy Raindrops. I love the way he does the weather, says it's going to be sunny, and then does a little golf swing. You have the sound yeah, effect. Back to you, Jensen. Yeah, yeah. Lovely yeah. stuff. Genuinely lovely stuff. For a band that has not interacted with their fans for since that major change... This was a stroke of genius. Well done, everyone involved. Especially well done, John, for growing your hair. Well, yeah, exactly. And looking so befuddled by the insanity that was going on around him. Yeah, he wasn't as into it. I don't think he's even playing a role there. No, he's not. No, he's not. (laughs) He's just sat there trying desperately to remember when he's Do you think he's purposely playing up that confusion level? Uh, No, I don't. I think they said, here's what we're going to do. You come in and we'll we'll interview, we'll talk to you in character. And he goes, yeah, all right. And he looks genuinely befuddled by the whole experience. Um, The stuff with the, where he gets the tour dates wrong. Well, no, he didn't get them wrong. I think they just changed them since it was recorded. That's what I mean. Yeah, well, he, so he, yeah, he gets them wrong. Well, no, he got them right at the time of recording. But now they're they're wrong, But I like the way they handled that. They they made a feature out of it. It was a feature. Yeah. And uh, that's what they say. If you make a mistake, turn it into a feature. Turn it into a feature and you will forever reap the rewards. Of that tour, which is going to make a hell of a lot of money. 
Oh, it is, and some of it will come from mass. Uh, yeah, a fair bit of it. Well, right. not, <laughs> not, not, perc- <laughs> not percentage-wise. No, percentage-wise, it'll be a very small amount. Um, but some of it. We can at least lay claim to some of it, hopefully. If we get tickets. We might not be able to get tickets. If we don't get tickets for this, then... Well, mate, we'll have to stop doing the podcast. Well, no, we won't. Yes, we will. Is, it, is that what this whole podcast yes. has been based on? Yes, shit, this tour. Right, okay. This 2022 tour. Yeah, no, I didn't realise that. Uh, no, you're absolutely right. I've always said when we started, if in 2022 we don't get the tickets, yeah. we're done. Yeah, absolutely. You agree, no, I couldn't agree more. No, no I totally, I'm in complete agreement. Agreement. Agreeance. Agreement. Agreeance. I think you'll find this agreement. Well, I think that's a word, but so is agreeance. Agreeance is not a word. I'm willing to stake. Right. Look it up. You look it up. How? How did you expect me to look it up? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, hold on. All right, this is live looking up a word. Agreeance is is a word. Agreeance. Agreeance. It's not, surely. It is. I'll stake a fiver on the fact it's not. Are you staking any money on the fact it is? Well, I don't know how to spell it. Well, (laughs) if you don't know how to spell it, then it... Can it be a word? Agreeance. Oh, there it is. Hang on. Agreeance. Wiktionary. Which is correct. Agreement or agreeance. Hang on. Whoa. Go on, man. While agreeance is a word... Right. It hasn't often been used since the 19th century. <laughs> I don't care. You old speaker. Yeah. You Whereas old speaker. Whereas agreement is both correct and common. Fine. You commoner. But at least I'm speaking in modern parlance. Well, listen, buddy. While agreeance is a word... There you go. Get in there. Right, so let's go back to stretch you out. Well, celebrate Five the pound poorer. You are celebrating. You were pre-celebrating anyway. I just knew it was going to happen. I love where this one at 151 says, Truth be told, we let the good times roll. Mm. What a lovely line. I like the way they say tender titillation. Mm. There's a lot of brilliant... Uh, we haven't spoken Not about... Not because I'm obsessed with tits. No, or litillation. Yeah, before you, know, before you write in. Mm. Uh, it's just, uh, I just like the delivery. Of titillation. Tender titillation. Mm, yeah. There's lovely, lovely delivery all through this song. The way the swan is in one ear, out the other. Where yeah. are you coming from next? Different, d- different vocal styles as well. Yeah, the swan will be singing uh, higher and then he'll be over in the right ear responding to himself as the backing vocals are in the other ear, but the swan will be an octave lower. Yeah. It's really, really good stuff. Well, it's got the depth and body of a complete song. Mm. And that's, that's what I like about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was album worthy. It was fully mixed, fully well, ready it, to go. It was article worthy. Well, it was album worthy. Well, it was judged not to be album worthy at the last <laughs> It wasn't album worthy, you're quite right. The, the other thing I like about that this another song... another fiver? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that rescinds the previous fiver. No, it doesn't. Nothing rescinds the previous fiver. Unless we do a bet where you well, bet Unless me you fiver. bet me something, Agreed. yeah, and I lose. Oh, hello, Sherlock Holmes. If that is your name. Listen, man. Hello, Oliver Twist. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in agreeance with you. Right, the bridge of this song I absolutely love. It does exactly what a great bridge should do. It takes the song to a new place, but it still feels part of the whole song. It's Mm. a wonderful bit of delivery from the swan. Yeah. Dave does his classic one whole minute octaves at Mm -hmm. three minutes and one second. They subtly build. I love the bridge of this song. And that, again, is something that differentiates it from other songs on, on One Hot Minute. Or a lot of songs on One Hot Minute. This song is completely formed. Mm. It's even got an enjoyable bridge. Right, our next track is... Bob. 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 Yes. Oh, we'll say it like Rowan Atkins says it. 
Bob. 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 Well, can we just say that he does at one point say, what did the swan do? He does something like... Moving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, but here we go with Bob. 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 again more from more some songs saw the light of day years later bob is such a song i'd have loved the shit out of that song in the 90s but if it was on a b-side i missed it and if i missed it so did everyone else because i did not stop scavenging for rarities just because the album was released import just because the album was released import cds were my thing bob's another slightly lighter song where flea and chad sit in the background so I can't really make a plea for its inclusion, having sat on the fence with the tonally similar melancholy mechanics. The chorus is big, and there's even a sitar, and it's lyrically gentle. Well, it's about a best mate being in jail. And because the Bob in question is Slowness Monster's Bob Forrest, a boy is not the same jailbird friend from my friends, because that person's a girl. So, you know, there are mates in jail. And that's sad, but the song is more a love letter to Bob, a pale to the unfairness of the wall's Bob finds himself within. I never see you. This is the sort of song I'd have put on a C90 cassette mixtape for someone who didn't like the chilies, a sort of gateway drug to the rest of the band. Except I can't do that because I'd discover it in the streaming era. This frustrates me much because I'd have loved Bob the same way AK loved Bob the person. A lot. I still do love the song. I just can't reach those teenage peaks. I'm not going to make a mixtape. I'm 44 for heaven's sake. Besides, who are you mixing the tape for? They already own the song. It's right there on Apple Music, waiting to be discovered. I'm not saying the band should release everything it does. Of course it shouldn't. And there's such a thing as bad art. It's just that Bob clearly isn't that. Bob's a love letter between boys, and a great one. Bob deserved the light of a different day. As we come bobbing out of Bob. Mm. A Bob. Bob. A song that made it onto the 2006 iTunes Digibonus tracks of One Hot Minute on the Dulux edition. Mm. Yes. What, what do you make of Bob? Of course, a, a payer, a tribute Yes. to Bob Forrest, of, of, of course. course. Me and my friends, a lot of that's about Bob. Yes. Uh, well, I think it's perfectly fine. Right, you don't sound too I'm not, enthusiastic. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not overly enthusiastic about it. No, it sounds. You know, we've already done one sort of slowish, plinky plonky number. They sound very similar in parts. They're not hugely enamoured by the Swans' vocal part. Oh, I love the Swans' vocal part on mm. this one. It's all right. It's it's just similar to a lot of other stuff of the time, though. I think it suits the vibe of the song perfectly here. Mm. I really do. Okay. And he also mixes it up a bit. Uh, that yeah. 
There'll Never Be, another one like you. That section is nice, just changing the melody, changing the dynamic. I, I like what the Swan does here, and I think at times the Swan... Oh, I think the Swan does his best work sometimes when he is talking about people he knows, mm. people he has feelings for. Bob's in jail at the beginning of the song, just like his ex, just, just like, like Swan's ex girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. He's constantly, you know, having to deal with or speak to people in jail. Then that's difficult. It is. It, that can weigh on your mind. <laughs> of course it can. <laughs> of course it can. You know, you're thinking. I've got to, you know, a. I've got to go and get the groceries tomorrow. Yeah, and b. I, I've got to, I've got to speak to someone in in jail. Could be getting a call from an ex girlfriend. Uh, they want to give call that, me up. Yeah, they they want to give that particular person seven years. Surely Bob won't get seven years for stealing some money for gas or whatever he's up to. Or he might do. Depends whether he's a, a repeat offender. Well, he was in Bob was in jail on the first line of the song with his girlfriend. Yeah, so they're all in jail. So really, the only person who isn't in jail is, is the swan. swan. Yeah. But he has served time behind bars. Mm. Mm. I mean that that uh, that's that's is that uh, is that conjecture? <laughs> that's conjecture. Yeah, that's just conjecture, that's people. Pure conjecture. <laughs> okay, we'll move past Sam's conjecture. Yes, and what I can say for sure is that agreeance is a word. Yeah, well, you can say that now. Well, I said it. Yeah, and I said it then. On the choruses, I like the switch there because the snare comes in nice and punchy, and what I really like about what. Um, Randy Raindrops is doing here yes. is on in verse two he brings the kick drum in he's yes. been he's been playing those laid back rim shots you know when he said somebody was laid back earlier mm. I could see Randy Raindrops Randy I'll call him from now on mm, sure. just playing that high and high hat and uh, rim shot but then he comes in on verse two with the kick mm. and he's only playing it on the first beat of every bar it's very sparse kick drum work sparse but effective it is well it's so effective because when you listen to it you think that is sparse, mm. but but effective, effective, yeah. And uh, I guess that's the goal of any laid-back drum. Any weatherman, yeah, any weatherman, yeah, exactly. If you said to Randy Raindrops, you know, you you one day will will feature in a, a multi-million album-selling band, mm. he'd have told you to put your umbrella up and sod off. Exactly, he'd have chipped away a golf ball with his umbrella, yeah. made the sound effect, and sodded off. Yeah, and oh, no, I'd have told you to sod, sod off. off. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever someone sodding off, he, he wants someone, whether it be him or or someone else, to, to sod, sod off. off. You're quite right. The bridge here is a is a change of direction for the song. Comes in at three twenty. Big roll from Randy to get into the bridge, which is quite nice. Mm. Nice prominent bass line. Oh yeah. Big high lead from the, from um, Flea or the, the squirrel at three forty. Really nice little bit of lead work. And it's also, did you notice it features the sitar? I did, yeah. Very behind the sun S. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that's nice to hear. It's it? No, it is. It is. There, there, there's a lot of things about the song that I do like. It's just that it doesn't get me going. You know, it, it just. Well, it doesn't get going. No. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. You know. I love the way at 354, the swan is saying fade away, yeah, yeah. And he just, that vulnerability in his voice there mm. is beautiful. I, as I said, I really like... Is that when he does thing. a bit of yodelling? Yes. Yeah. If you'd like to call it yodelling. Yeah. Can you yodel? Of course I can. Go on then. Yodel. Oh, not bad. Can you yodel? Yodel. Yodel. No. Yodel. We have got gout. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Um... A nice little ending, 4.46, it changes to what I'm thinking. Ah, can you He's do that? He's still yodelling. <laughs> I just started practicing. 
Because that's what they do, isn't it? They go, yodle, yodle, yodle. Oh, okay. Do that. Hang on. Mm, can you give me the example again? Oh, yeah. Yodle, yodle, yodle. Yodle, yodle, yodle. Not bad, eh? Mm. Where are you from? Switzerland. Okay. I'm so. a milkmaid. I'm Heidi. <laughs> yeah. Benjamin Heidi Townsend. <sighs> Sorry, I just had to blow a fly out of my eye. Fine. Was that a little black fly? Uh, no. We've mm. moved on from that. Up, no, I've got an update for you. Oh, yeah. On the black fly problem. What is it? You know your garage was infested with little black flies? Yes. We were lo- a lovely, lovely man has been giving me and uh, the house ambassador allotment infected, fresh. Infected no, 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 no. Allotment fresh vegetables. Carrots, lovely with the roast. Mm. Cucumbers. Lovely fresh beetroot. Lovely. Lovely with the roast. Lovely with the salad. Yeah. Uh, Beetroot. Beetroots, lovely to cook up, go with the salad. Lovely with the salad. Runner beans, lovely with the roast. Lovely with the roast. I don't really like runner beans. But he bought us a big bag of potatoes. Too difficult to catch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He bought us a big bag of potatoes. Great, I thought, I'll peel them for the roast. (laughs) (laughs) Lovely Lovely with the the roast. roast. All I thought what I'll do is maybe bake them off. Lovely yeah. with the salad. Yes, exactly. Versatile. Combination tuber. Yeah. However, we put the bag down, it got covered <laughs> up with something, and we forgot about it. Oh, no. Now, then... No, no, carry on, and I'll tell you a, a, a tragic story at the end of this. <laughs> Is it about little black flies? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll tell you another tragic story, after you've told me your tragic <laughs> story. Mine will be tragicer. Well, mine... This, this story's More tragic. tragic. <laughs> I was in the kitchen and thought, there's a little black fly there. <laughs> yes, yeah, we've all been there. We've all been there. I got it, but I was cooking coronation chicken at the time. Gusto recipe, mm. which was delicious, by the way. Yes. And I thought, well, I've got him, that's sorted. Now I can get back to the coronation chicken. Yes, now I can start really coronating this chicken, really crowning this, this bird. Yes. Then there's another little black fly. I didn't think too much, I didn't think too much about it. Okay, so that did happen. Then I was upstairs, I was upstairs in my DVD room watching a film. Oh no, guess not one up there. Guess what threw across my field of vision? Yeah, you got it, brother. The little black fly. I caught it. Thought that's sorted. Well, that's the great these, thing these, about them. These They're very easy to catch, <laughs> but there's a lot of them. They're, exactly. They're slow on the move, but quick on the breed. <laughs> yes. Anyway, long story short, we'd forgotten about this big bag of potatoes, mm. which has been breeding little black flies. It developed a like black flies. fashion. Well, don't panic. They'll only be with you for a couple of weeks. The, uh, the garage is now completely free. As long as they can't breed together, I'll be all right. They seem to be purely potato-based. <laughs> well, I don't know. Um, ours came from nowhere. Um, they didn't come from nowhere. They came from a bag of gardening waste. From mums. Yeah, it was mums. But no, we've, we, we've moved on from that. But the tragic story I was going to tell you about potatoes is ah. that a rotten potato can produce deadly toxic fumes. Um, and there has been an example of an entire family being killed by a bag of potatoes. <laughs> no, 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 that's true. Oh, what a, what a, if you were that I told family, you it was tragic. I didn't um, say it was funny. I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry. But, oh, imagine getting killed by a bag of potatoes. Right, I'm glad I took them outside then. Yeah, no, get them outside. Because I, now, look that up. It is slightly, slight conjecture. But I think you'll find that it is scientifically correct that a rotten potato can kill a man. Right. By hook or by crook? No, by fume. Anyway, Bob, 
Lo- uh, good stuff. Meanders bit at the end again. Mm. Um, not too inexplicably. Bad, no, not too bad, but it still does meander. <laughs> <laughs> still, you say inexplicably. It's no, not inexplicable. No, it's not inexplicable. But it's just completely you, explicable. Just when you think, oh, brilliant, a one hundred minute song that's going to end as it should, it doesn't. Mm. I enjoyed all these songs. Would you put Bob on the album? No, I definitely like, no, not. No, neither will I. Which was your favourite? Melancholy Mechanics, Stretch or Bob? Stretch. Stretch you out, baby. Right, we're moving on to... On we go. New era. era. New men. New boys Same back. men. Well, three of the same men. And one new old man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And you won't believe it, dancing out of fat dance or fat dance. Yes, we come dancing out of fat dance. Do a fat dance, do a fat dance, do, do a, a do a do, do a, a fat, fat dance. dance. What's your thoughts on fat dance? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got to say, Ben, I quite like it. It falls into the era which immediately receives more positive vibes from me. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course. Uh, no, I think it's. It's a it's a, a high quality B side slash deluxe edition track. iTunes Digi Bonus Tracks Deluxe Track. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a high quality deluxe track. I think it's got moments that are pure genius. Yeah. Interestingly, and this may be or may not be interesting, I don't like the do a fat dance section of the song particularly. No, I know what you mean. It's it ends up being one of the weaker sections, but mm. it's still not that bad. What I do like, though, is they keep that drum beat, that bass line, mm. and what happens is John changes up to a funkier guitar part, mm. the swan changes the melody, and a great... Oh, I love the verses, and I love the swan in this song. Yeah, yeah. Just as we talk about sort of the swan's identifiable development within the One Hot Minute era... Mm. I think here, this is classic Californication Swan. It is, absolutely. And actually, it's classic Californication era sound from the whole band. Yeah, it's got that. It it, is. It's John not doing anything too complicated. Mm. It's that classic Cali John slight breakup tone, which mm. works so well yeah. against what Flea's doing. But to go back to the Swan, where, and I think we've said this before, where on One Hot Minute he had developed that kind of very robust. Man about to explode. Man about to explode. Um, here, you have it, and throughout Cali, you have it. But it's that much more controlled, and it's that much more refined and more well executed. Yeah, he's just more skillful now. Yes, he is a better singer, but he's absolutely better singer. He's he's still absolutely recognisable, Anthony Kiedis. Yeah, but he's doing the he's- things that Anthony Kiedis has tried to do before. Yeah, I'm sorry, who? Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, the Swan. 
That's fun, yeah. Sorry, what noise are you making? <laughs> Whatever he was called today. What was he called? Oh, right. Sorry, sorry. Hasselhofer. Yeah. Yes, Wiggerwagger. Yeah. Oh, better, 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 better. All that, yeah. Um, You're quite but, right. But now he's executing it, a, a, a man who's, yes, had, had training, um, but also has had another four years to develop and just, you know. You get the feeling it, he could do down. what he was doing in the One Hot Minute era. Yeah. But he he can now do more. He can yeah he can now not only do that but he can he can take it one step further and it doesn't sound like he's about to explode. No, that's the beauty of it. Well, he the thing is with the man who sounds like he's about to explode, he doesn't sound it doesn't sound wrong. It doesn't sound like he's struggling. No, I love and I love the one hot minute man who sounds like he's about to explode, and it's perfect for that album. Yeah, you know that's great if a song's never going to finish. But it, yeah, yeah, that's right. Always about to take a, a, an unexpected turn, a wild tangent. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's um, it's just him doing that. That his his rumbunctious style. Yeah. But being able to refine it, and we know now, we with hindsight, we know that he took on a whole new like to be able to sing Californication, the song. Yeah. He would never have been able to sing that four years earlier as, as the man who was about to explode. Without exploding. <laughs> no. I am at this point, I'm afraid, going to have to pick you up on your pronunciation of the word rumbunctuous. <laughs> right. <laughs> because you say rumbunctuous. Fine. I mean, that's not a word, so that's the five pounds back. No, it's not. It absolutely I said is. It, I said it and I knew I may mispronounce <laughs> it, but at least I said it. Yes, it did. Well, I'm in complete agreement with you. Mm. Good. <laughs> you don't get your money back. Now... Although you haven't given it to me yet. So. No, I won't. <laughs> I couldn't give it back to you. If I, if I know for a fact you won't remember tomorrow. I can edit that part out of the podcast. It's fine. And I know you don't listen to the podcast, so happy days. It's unlikely I'll ever know about it. Yes. 50 seconds in, you get this repeat. This is an interesting song structurally. You have that intro, ding, 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 which I think sounds a bit like Saviour. I also yes. think it sounds a bit like London Calling. But you also have that section that repeats. It's, uh, the first time is at 50 seconds. It then repeats at 137. And we are listening on YouTube to these because as we don't have the deluxe editions. We're listening to... Nobody does. Four Phaser 4's version, mm. conceivably. Mm. But it sounds like this. And I thought, what does that remind me of? Listening to it through, I remember what it reminds me of. It reminds me of Death of Martian. Yeah. Um, on the section of, let's bow our heads and let the trumpets blow. Our girl is gone, God bless her little soul. But now I'm singing it in the style of Fat Dance. But it's, He's simi- nailed it. it's similar to that. Yes, it's similar. And actually, there are other elements of this song which sound like some other, another song off Californication. Get on top, which, which you say? Yeah, get on top, which may be why it didn't make it. Would you put this on the album? No. <sighs> because I think there's a lot of songs on Cali which embrace... I mean, it, okay, different question. Okay. If you had to remove a song off Cali... Porcelain. Really? No. Yes. I can't think of another one I'd, I'd, I'd want to take off the top of my head. No. For me, I, I, it's not a song that I completely dislike. But for me, my naked in the rain is Emmett Rimmis. Oh no, I've come to. Um, and yeah, no, no, not it's not a song I dislike because I I also don't one hundred percent dislike Naked in the Rain. Hmm. Although I would remove it and put Soul to Squeezer. 
Of course, yeah. But it wouldn't everywhere. This isn't going to get on any version of Californication. No. But it is a really strong, funky, chilly song. Yeah, and I think it speaks volumes for what, you know, the depth of choice they had. Even though, you know, John was fresh back, yeah. a simpler man, well, mm. a, a, a simpler player. Of course. I can't speak to his... Intelligence. No, and I wouldn't. No, of course. N- none of us. Neither of us will. No, none of us will. None <laughs> of us. <laughs> Who else is here? Hang on. Us, us looking at us, us and the, us and the us, black flies. Us comedically looking around doesn't really translate. <laughs> no. uh, the back was guitar solo. Okay, yes. I'm going to make that noise better. Okay, I don't I, like I, it on Give It Away. Spoiler warning. It's better on Give It Away than it is here. Oh, this is weak. I, I, I can take all of it. Play it well, forwards. What, yeah, no, play it forwards. Um, although there is a song, there's a film, isn't there? Pay it, pay it back. Pay it back. Pay, no, pay it forward. Pay it forward. That's Haley Haley Joel Osment. Yes. Um, from the, the Man Sixth Who Sense. Shall Not Be Named. Conceivably, yeah. Is it spacey? I think it's spacey. Not, we can't say that. No, we is it no, set can... in space? Yes. Yeah. It's <laughs> Haley Joel Osment paying things forward in space. In space. It's spacey. Um, that. Yeah, close. Um, no, the I I don't like the body of the backward solo, but I do like the way that it integrates back into the song. With, yes, so yes, yes, absolutely. So I do think it has some qualities. Things to be appreciated about it is the decision not to have any rhythm guitar behind it. Yeah, so you've just got fleas. Well, I, and I think that's what actually it suffers initially from that. Yeah, but once every, once the lyric once the 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 song returns. It sounds really good. Yeah, because the swan's back in and yeah. the rhythm guitar's back in. Yeah, so. yeah you're, you're quite right. Um, so actually, yeah, yeah. although, yeah, yeah, I think it... Although I would say pay it forward mm. in Haley space. Joel, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would actually say keep it as it is because I like that integration. My stuff from Randy Raindrops here, um, a lot of his tom work is rolling across the ears. Happens throughout the song, but 255 I noted as an example. So it's coming from... The kind of center to your left ear mm. as he's as as he's rolling across nice stuff uh, well I, he that man can play the drums he's, he's, not, he's not just well, a weatherman no he's not he's not just a a man who plays i certainly would never blame it on him oh classic bewitched reference yes is it and bewitched i believe that is bewitched famous for blame it on the weatherman and sailor v of course of course yes <laughs> say you will because they in that song they say for you click a brave no no, I can say that because that's what Bewitch did. Oh, fine. So to all our Irish listeners, that wasn't racist. No, that it was wasn't racist. No, impression. Look, we've been here before. It's <laughs> right. not racist. Well, why can't I do that then? Well, because you might alienate people. Who? The Irish. Right, I won't. <laughs> no. It, but, I, but it isn't racist uh, as far I as need, I understand it. No, I do need to say this. <laughs> okay. To all our Irish listeners. Yes. This is a tribute. A tribute, yeah, it's a tribute, not a slant. Slant. No. A slant? A slant? Oh, God. Hang on. What's the word? Slight. A slight? No. Yes. <laughs> it's not a it's slight. It's not a slight. It's not a slander. It's not a slight. I can say, fight like a brave. That's yeah. fine, because Bewitched did it. No, yeah, it's fine, yeah. Good. I'm sorry, I overruled you earlier, but it's absolutely fine. <laughs> okay. In fact, I encourage it. Fine. Fight like a brave. Okay, that's it now. Okay, fine. Any more? No. Okay. For three is fine, four is racist. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> did we enjoy Fat Dance? Yeah, oh, bloody hell yeah. Right, in that case, enjoyed it. We, have we got anything else from this era? Yeah, we've got Overfunk coming up next. Brilliant. And then we're moving on to uh, instrumental number two, which I think we'll just gloss over. 
Well, we can't completely gloss over it. Well, we'll just say it's fine. But let's deal with Overfunk first. Mm, looking forward to it. <laughs> As we try and get over, over funk, we mm. must now do the sponsors, surely, Sam, Christ. as your bottle of wine rapidly disappears into your body. Yes. What was that bottle of wine? I am sponsored by Lagioiosa. 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 It's a, it's a Prosecco. It's, lo- it's lovely. That looks like something you got for your 40th birthday. I did. I received it from my auntie and uncle-in-law, and uh, I thank them from the bottom of my heart. It's, it's, it's a very nice drop. A deep and meaningful thank you from a man who likes a bottle of Prosecco. I do, I like Prosecco. Now that's going to be gone quite shortly. Yes. I see you now start to drain that final glass. What, what follows? More gin. Great stuff, you caught me with a mouthful of beer again. Yes. I will be reverting back to the old... Uh, the old mother's ruin. Oh, mother. No, she hasn't been ruined. No, no, not ours, thank God. No, just everybody else's. Many, well, not everybody's, but many mothers have gone to... The bottle. The bottle, yeah, crisis. Especially in the early days. Mm. The early days of what? Well, when people didn't necessarily know, they knew the joys that... Uh, the joys of gin. The joys of gin and other alcoholic beverages, but mm. not necessarily the drawbacks. The gout. The gout, the the liver. Chronic cirrhosis Chron- of the liver. Chronic, yes. And the early death. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but now we understand it. Now Let's all under- have a gin. Now we understand it. Let's all drink as much as we can. Well, I'm sponsored. Uh, I think I've had the sponsor before, but it comes back and I was contacted again by Big Lolly from the pound shop. <laughs> yeah. And there uh, he is. And I can vouch for the fact it's, it's it is a Big Lolly. I'll pop it in the mouth and then try and talk, and yeah. you'll probably be able to gauge just how big well, this lolly is. T- t- talk and then put it in whilst you're talking, and then we'll I, see I, the full effect. I think what I'll do is say a phrase. Okay, and then and say then the say same phrase. With the lolly right, in What's going to be your phrase? My lolly. A spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down? Okay, nice. A spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. A spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. Mm. That is a big lolly. And uh, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down was, in fact, my famous phrase. That's not a famous phrase, you tosser. Of course it is. It's a song lyric. Well, it's still a phrase. Well, so was mine. Mine was uh, Life in the First Lane by the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> so, what a, what a wonderful uh, integration. Lovely. Wonderful. I just Lovely saw stuff. the opportunity and I yeah. snatched it with both hands. Mm. Grabbed it, in fact, as the saying. Right. Well, you can snatch something. I, I with grabbed hand. it with both hands. In fact, that's another saying I could use for next week. Well, I, I'm going to go with the spoonful of sugar next week. Yeah. Oh, See well, if you notice. Fine. Well, I might do. See, I'm just going to go with the song lyric. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Under the bridge downtown. I'm just going to say Bob at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fine. Well, that's fine if you tell me what you're going to do. Anyway, well, so we're talking about Overfunk. Overfunk. And let's talk about Overfunk and what you made of it. Yeah, in my honest opinion, in my... IMHO. Yes. It is an album track. No. Oh, Cali. However... Ridiculous. No. Uh, yeah, what album? Barring... What album? The Red Hot Chili no, Peppers? No, 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 no. On Cali, I would have this on if it had a better chorus. <laughs> it, it, it's so funky. It's so fantastic. It builds to the point of pure pleasure and then lets you down. That's my I'm, I'm not sure I agree with you at all. This, for me... I love it, but I don't like the chorus. But you like the chorus, because no, the chorus no. isn't bad. Isn't that, it lets the song down. The song is building to a moment of pure mental and physical, you know, elation, and then it drops. I've got a question for you. Did you just hear a doorbell ring? Yes, it was my phone. Fine. It's awesome, this song. And I don't think the chorus lets it down. I think the chorus takes it to a place that is non-Chili's-ish, mm. certainly non-Californication-ish, because this doesn't sound like Cali necessarily. The drums sound big. Yeah. Bigger, I think, than on other Cali tracks. Very trebly bass. Yeah. Languid. JF riffing on his low string. It's not a Cali, not a Cali track. I love those long sweeping chords from John that mm. he's holding. Yeah, yeah. And the swan's coming through with a very languid delivery. It's brilliant. Yeah. And that simple repetition from Fliv. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Over and over again. And this is another one where I can see Chad just sitting back and just oh, this gro- is, grooving this against. I, I'm sorry, I called him Chad. It, it, more commonly known as Randy Raindrops. Mm. For me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Chest. Try and remember. Yeah, what you're <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I think Chad, John, and Flea here had locked right in. This is natural to them. This is their funky, you know, this is what they do for a living. Literally. Yeah. But the Swan's coming in and he's picking up on that laid back stone. He's giving it something a little bit different. Wow, what's great here is what's what's. Bam, bam. He's. His delivery is matching up. There's times where John locks in with that delivery. Yeah. In fact, I feel like the Swan's flitting around, sometimes matching up with, with Flea, sometimes matching up with John. But I, I've got no scientific basis for that. No, well, you're not a scientist. That well, well, lo- I am. On what count? Physics. Fine. John really does lock in there, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. With Flea on that chorus, I think it might be not. It's such a low, growly sound in the chorus. Mm. I absolutely love it. It puts me in mind of, and you won't believe this, it's one of the four other bands I know. Yeah, yeah. 
the guitar. Hang on, is it um, the band from from Dust of Dawn? No, Tito and the Tarantulas. No, because they're, they're probably going to be the least referenced of the four. Yeah. It's the guitar sound that Nuno has on the song Waiting for the Punchline, oh, on the album Waiting for the Punchline, which is a secret track. That driving low... I think Nuno's down-tuned here. Mm. I think there's a possibility, I'd... and I must say this. <laughs> okay. There's a possibility John's using an octave here. Down-tuned an octave. Okay. That's all I had to say. I, I just think there's very little point in referencing secret tracks <laughs> on extreme, extreme albums. albums on a Red Hot Chili Peppers yeah. podcast. It's highly unlikely that anyone listening has ever heard that song. Well, in that case, I'm going to put out a plea, mm. a oh, desperate yeah. plea, and a much please do. Mm. Well done. Well, that's why plea is plea. Like plea. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. And uh, plea obviously plays the bass in the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Very good, very good. I'm a little plea. Do listen to "Waiting for the Punchline." The whole album's good. It is. No, Ben. I know you're not denigrating the album "Waiting for the Punchline." You were just simply making the very valid point. That very few people listening to this podcast will have heard the song Waiting for the Punchline, which is a seat track on the album Waiting for the Punchline. Yes. Both stream released in 1994. Later than that. Ooh, 95. 95. Yeah. Classic One Hot Minute era, you yeah. say. Um, one, uh, Waiting for the Punchline is my favourite extreme album. Really? Yes. But you've surely heard Pornography. I have, yeah. I know you've heard Three Sides. I know I you've heard Extreme Extreme, but we'll brush that to one side. But what about Sadist Do Rock? Mm, what about it? Ooh, a damning indictment on Saturdays Do Rock there. What you must realise, Ben, and what I'm about to make you aware of, mm. is that uh, you introduced me to Pornography after it had been released. Of course. I then discovered that with my friend. We listened to it, we loved it. We then not didn't ignore Three Sides, but certainly didn't give it as extensively a listen as I, as I know you did. Few people completely embraced it. No. It was released 29 years ago today. Uh, it wasn't today, was it? It was a couple of days ago. Fine, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But after you introduced me to Extreme, and I do give you that credit. Good. Waiting for the Punchline was the first album that Extreme released. Right. Hence, I embraced it with open arms. And it is brilliant. That is great. And therefore, it, I, you know, I remember being a 15-year-old... A, a, a mere wisp of a boy. A dot. Hmm. Wa- uh, doing my paper round with that in my Walkman. Hmm. And uh, they, they were some of the... I still remember those days, you know? It was dark, it was wet, but I didn't care. Oh, on that paper round, I was mate, delivering was free papers listening to Extreme. It was nightmarish. I remember walking around my paper round, delivering to Jones Lane. It was Lane. the same paper round. Yeah, I took it off you. I listened to the album Extreme Extreme mostly on my paper round, but it was pissing with rain. It was pitch black. Yeah. I was about eight. Well, no, you were probably similar age to me. Why was I delivering free papers at, at a slave's wage? Oh, uh, it was a slave's wage. It was it was about three pound a week, and you had to fill them up with leaflets as well. And it was a lot of and work. And it got about. delivered, posted the door, in a little brown envelope. We hated it, and yet we loved it. Well, I I liked it because I listened. Anyway, the point is. Mm. If you haven't heard the song Waiting for the Punchline, oh, do yes, listen to it. That is the point. That yeah. is the point. Yes. Uh, you don't like the chorus much of uh, Over Funk. It's not that I don't like it, Ben. Yeah, I know. Yes, yeah. I think we've, we've covered this ground. But I don't like it. Right. Uh, nice little kind of Cali era solo where it finally breaks through with that Cali sound where John's kind of doing little hammers and pulls. Oh, that's fine. It's not fine. I think it's really good. That's what annoys me. Because I think this song is, is quality throughout. It's just 
Just the chorus. That well, what about the last chorus? Oh, you don't like the chorus, do you? Uh, on the last no. verse, sorry. Yeah, on the, the lo- range of that. It locks in yeah, to like that it. low sound, yeah. the bass and guitar locking together. Love it. Hmm. I love it all. I just don't like the chorus. And that is a problem of any song. If you don't like the chorus, you're not going to rate that tune particularly. It just, I just want it to go up again. Yeah, yeah. You want it to explode and it... Yeah, so what you're looking for is a is a big explosion of sound, an uplift, and you don't... I'm feel, looking for a continuation. Right, and you don't feel you get it. No, what I get is more of a One Hot Minute style change down. No, I completely disagree. No, mm. oh, there you go. Hey, we're allowed to do that. The good thing about this, is it's the anti One Hot Minute. It starts and it finishes relatively quickly. Oh, yeah. And uh, they don't screw around. Of course, of course. I'm not, I'm not saying by any means that it should be compared to some of the absolute shambolism. It took place on one hot minute. You're not going to claim that's a real word, are you? Shambolicism. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I bet your favourite is not. All right, let's clink our glasses together and say we both have views on this song. It's a good song, and if you like it as much as me, uh, Twitter me, tweet me, hashtag overfunk. <laughs> Fine. Okay, we're moving on to instrumental number two, or in Twitter parlance, hashtag... No, instrumental hashtag two. Or in Twitter parlance, hashtag instrumental hashtag two. You got it, brother. You are wise. So we come freshly hashtagged at instrumental hashtag two. Mm. It's all right, isn't it? Well, it's a funky little number. I can see why they enjoyed playing it. I can see why they thought it was catchy. Yeah, yeah. Um, nothing for the swan. Couldn't. I can see why he would have backed off that. Mm. Doesn't really go anywhere. There's no, you know, it's just... Yeah. As a jammer myself, I can appreciate that. You know, once you get locked into something, it's fantastic. You really feel it for five minutes, maybe. Mm. But after that, you go, well, you know, yeah. it's not going to appeal to the masses. What do your notes say? Oh, at the end, that repeated John chord sounds like the ending to Ethiopia. Okay. Uh, nice, funky. Christ, is that in your notes? <laughs> that noise. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's what it is. It's, a, it's, it's John in that era when he was finding his chops. He's playing cool chords and it, rhythmically it's great. Mm. It's the flea, flea line. It's rediscovering. Flea. Uh, it's flea. Oh, sorry, I interrupted you. Rediscovering, you know, playing like that. Yeah, how to. Uh, yeah, no, that's a really good point actually because I've just put flea doing what Flea does. Mm. But in fact, what it is, as you say, is... He didn't Flea, play like that with Dave. No, he's, he's redeveloping that relationship with John. Yeah. And you are going to play differently with different guitar players. Yeah. So that is... Yeah, yeah, I didn't... I, I interrupted you. I apologise. No, honestly, don't worry about it. Let's let it lie. But it's what it is, isn't it? So... Oh, it's nice. It's nice. I've made another noise. You know, Chad's, Chad's doing his... Randy. Randy's doing his thing. They're all doing their thing, and it sounds fantastic, but it's just not a song, is it? No. It's a B-side. Should we run into Runaway? Let's run away. Shall we say this? Ooh, 
She's a little runaway. Here we go. Bon Jovi. Daddy's girl learn fast. All the things she shouldn't say. Here we go. Sing. Ooh. I don't know. Boom. She's a little runaway. A note of it. run out of runaway mm, well more and more I'm wa- uh, I'm a walking like a runaway mm, gibberish more and more I'm and, walking like a runaway yeah you did like it didn't you? you enjoyed that and what I noticed is we whizzed through these eras we've done we've done some one hot minute songs we've done some Cali songs and now mm. we're into the by the way era mm. because this is by the way deluxe edition I'm convinced of that now it is it, well if you say that like that mm. We've covered that off, of course. The swan is getting better and better. Oh, my word. My God, the swan could sing so well during the By The Way era. The early 2000s. And, what? He's sounding like an angel. Uh, I know. And it's album stuff. And we know that on Stadium he sounds great. We know that going through um, the Joshua albums he sounds great. Yeah. But this this is a development in his voice that you hear in this song. Yeah. And it's quite stark as you listen to those songs in quite quick rotation. It is. No, absolutely. The, the, and I guess that's one of the advantages of being a band that only releases an album once every four years. Mm. Is that, although this is a claim that is levelled at the Chili's, is that, you know, they, they always sound the same and blah, blah, blah. Absolute nonsense. It's bollocks. It, 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 it is. The Swan... Here, we've seen it. We've seen 4, 8, 12. We've seen a 12-year cycle. He sings like... He, his development and his style, the band's style, the band's development, is, it, it's, it's fantastic. Mm. It's, a, sure, it's just an 8-year cycle, though, surely. It is, yes. But he also developed between Blood Sugar and One Hot Minute, so that could be the 12-year cycle. That's the 12-year cycle that I'm talking about, mm. yeah. I, I do my four times table, four, eight, twelve. Yeah, I <laughs> just forgot that it's only eight years between those numbers. <laughs> well, come on. Look, we're not math geniuses here on University Speaking of the Hulks. I'm a podcast. physicist, as I said earlier. I'm not a mathematician. No. Right, let's think about the song here on a, <coughs> on a musical level. Yes. John's playing natural harmonics there. It's a very plinky, plinky intro. They're, they're the natural harmonics, I think, on the 12th fret. He's playing them on the first and third bars, and on the third and fourth bars he's playing a more an actual a small chord mm. it's very staccato playing those natural harmonics and what flea does there he plays a lovely nice fluid bass line which really complements that and again you've got 
Chad get involved. Or Randy Raindrops, as you call him. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> again. He always likes to get in on the He act. sat back on that stool again, yeah. just riding that flipping ride cymbal. Well, he's not riding the ride cymbal. <laughs> yeah, he's, no. he's riding the drum stool. Yes. But playing the drum cymbal. Yes. I'd love to see Randy Raindrops riding the ride cymbal. So would I. But There's so many hours. He's a big man. He's a huge man. He's all steak and potatoes. Where well, he used to be. Well, surely he still eats steak. No, I don't know now. What's he now? Just pure... Just potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, bless him. Well, <laughs> that's what we should all do if we want to avoid getting gout. Well, you shouldn't eat steak. Just no, eat potatoes. Just potatoes. But yeah. you know the dangers of the potatoes in the house, of course. <laughs> of course, of course. That's it, you fill your house with potatoes. It's, it's the black flag. Inevitably, well, and the, and the toxic fumes. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to die either way. <laughs> yeah. I so think avoid, I'd rather have a painful foot. Avoid steak, beer and potatoes. No, just avoid potatoes. Steak and beer are back on the menu. Lovely. Which is great news. Yeah. It's all red meat and... Um, red and meat and... Alcohol. Yeah. For the uh, gout sufferers. Uh, anyway, we, sh- we mustn't get sidetracked. We won't. This is a song with lovely... Cab- it re- those slides that John's playing remind me of Slow Cheetah, even though their volume, um, their volume fades, volume swells. But it's very, it's got a lovely Cabron-esque guitar slide section all through mm. the song. Yeah. The way he's playing the builds on that uh, up, to, up to choruses is really nice. I like it a lot. The Swan sounds great. Yes, he does. And the Swan and John sound great together. Yeah, yeah. It, it Undoubtedly. Is the best era for them singing together, I think. Yes, I think it's... The softest era of them. Well, I think it's the era where where the Swan was closest or or their abilities and their... Not their abilities, but yes, just the way they they melded together. Yeah. John had taken it to another level. The Swan had taken it to another level. (laughs) Go on. Level. And they they were almost... Elevating each other, I think. Well, the By the Way era was the era where they were sat in a room yeah. singing together yeah. to work out the parts. And yeah. that's why it all sounds so good. Yeah, just incredible stuff. I love, I, you know, I love the Swans. The, he, the Swan is not afraid to be isolated either here. No. You know, he's high in the mix. He... He's got those... He's got the cracks in his voice. He's, he is, he's wide open here, but he doesn't care because he knows... Everything he's worked his whole life to sound this good. I like the words you just used there. It was two words actually. Wide <laughs> open. Yeah. He sounds wide open. Yeah. On those choruses. Yeah, that's the perfect description of how he sounds. He sounds big, but he sounds vulnerable. Yeah. And he sounds And he carries it off. Yeah, he does. It's it's really, really good. Yeah. Would you put this on, by the way? I mean the answer's obviously no. It's no, but it's a near miss. Okay. Uh, we but it is a no. Yeah, it is a no. We didn't listen to the Bon Jovi version of Runaway. No, we Which didn't. is a belter. So if you haven't heard that, I believe it's off... Crossroads. No, no, no. <laughs> I think it's off... Well, that's my favourite Bon Jovi. I think Jovi. it's off the album Bon Jovi by Bon Jovi. Yeah, sure. I, I think mean, it's I'm off not... their first album. I think it was their first single. Yeah. Uh, so... You didn't let me complete my Bon Jovi joke, and I don't want people to think that I think bon jo- uh, Crossroads is an album by Bon Jovi. Right. But so, it is my favourite well, Bon Jovi album. Let's get back to the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and we're moving on to the last song we're going to talk about, which is Bicycle Song. Mm, I don't own a bicycle. Nor do I. <laughs> 
Here she comes in a suit and tie, shepherd's bush and a leopard's pie. She's marching to the funky beat of James Brown and his dancing feet. I'm gonna set your fish on fire, pistol whipping of desire. So please do not resist your fate. I'll pick you up. Yes, it's a day. How could I forget to mention the bicycle is a good invention? Sitting there in a silent movie beside the only girl who really ever knew me. As we come riding out of Bicycle Song, Sam has just announced he's opening a baby faced assassin. Percentage wise, Tone, what are we talking about here? It's 6.1. It's 6.1, thank God it's the last song that we're going to talk about. Because this will put you. This will put me on the north face of the Iger. Wow. So, Bicycle Song. Yes. The last two songs we talked about, I believe, were recorded during the um, the Greatest Hits sessions. And I refer and defer to uh, Hamish there from Red Hot Chili Peppers sessions. He's the archive. man. He certainly is the man. Oh, crikey, that's nice. Strong, but punchy. I don't believe... Can I smell it? Because I don't think anything yeah, that's 6.1 it, yeah. in a small can can smell nice. Or taste nice. I have a taste. I'd rather die. No, taste it. No, I won't. Okay. Oh, mate, I feel sick to smell that. I'm going to have to have a suck in my big lolly. Yeah, it's taste delightful. Anyway, bicycle song. It's outrageous. It's fun. It's lightweight. It's yeah. a bit of flim flam. It is. Um, it, it certainly is certainly not album worthy. It's got a lovely punchy snare sound, though. Well, it has, and it's got a lovely sound throughout. They all sound good. The Swan sounds great. John sounds great. But it, like you say, it's a bit of flim flam. It's light and punchy. It's like, uh, how do you describe it? As a babyface assassin, for example? No, it certainly doesn't pack the punch of a babyface assassin. Maybe it, packs a, a pack, it packs a punch of a carling. A, oh, a light carling combined with maybe some of your fizzy Prosecco. Maybe, at best. I always say, and I, I've said this throughout my career... I'd love to hear what, what the end of the sentence is. This was an era where the band was sounding as good as they've ever sounded. You have actually said that. All so, your so I don't care whether the B-sides or anything they produced during that time doesn't sound as good as what was on the album. I just want to hear it all. Yeah. Because the Swan, singing there with John, it's, it's, it's wonderful. Lovely. Yeah, it's lovely. It's gorgeous. So I'd rather hear that than not hear it. So yes, it's not an album-worthy track, but it's still noteworthy. And, and here we do make note of it. Well, you do, yeah. Well, I do write a lot of notes about it. Yeah. The chorus I really love from the John Frusciante standpoint. He's playing, from going from simple chords and a really kind of frothy section, he's mm. going into what I would call another frothy section. But the playing is so cool. He's playing quick arpeggios, quick one-note licks. Mm. Flea is locking into that at times. Randy Raindrops is playing his part. Of course he is. The only, and the swan is in great voice. However, I do have to pick him up on the, the line in the chorus about the invention of the bike. How could I forget to mention the bicycle, the bicycle is, is a, a great good invention. invention? I mean, that's, how can, how can mm. you lay that line across that musical genius? And I do want an answer. <sighs> well, maybe that's part of the reason why it didn't make the... I bet it's a major part. Well, it's not a major part. It's a froth. It's a, mm. it's a little... I'll tell you what this is. You know those... Uh, I'll tell you what this isn't. Okay, then I'll tell you what it is. <laughs> yeah, well, you tell me what it is, I'll tell you what it isn't. Right. 
What it is, those cocktails that the, your house ambassador made for your birthday on the Sunday were made of Prosecco. Oh, yeah. Sorbet. Yeah, vodka. Sorbet. It vodka. was a... Oh, it was a luxury. Yes. It was something that you don't necessarily need to drink on a Sunday afternoon, but you might. But if you get the chance, you mm. will do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And that's what this song is. I don't have to listen to this on a Sunday afternoon, but if someone played it to me whilst I was drinking a sorbet cocktail, I'd do both at the same time. Yes. It's an extravagance. It's an extravagance, yes. Uh, agreed. And I was going to say something, wasn't I? Yeah. So what are you going to say now? I Follow it up. I, don't, I, can't <laughs> I honestly can't remember, Ben. I like the post-chorus sections of this more than I like the actual choruses. Really bouncy, goes into kind of off-time feel... It's, well, it is what I said it was. I've got little to say about the song apart from it's an extravagance. It's a frippery. Are you putting it on the album? Oh, by the way? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, what are you taking off? This is the place. Yeah. Oh, the, song, really? the song I voted as one of the best chili songs ever. Yes. Well, what I would, this is what I was about to say. When you were saying, you know, this is a extravagance, a frippery, a, frippery, yeah. a lighthearted jape. Yeah, if you will. What it isn't is don't forget me no, certainly not. so I see what we've done there yeah I've bought I've managed to bring up don't forget me again <laughs> which as we know is one of if not the best Red Little Chili Pepper songs of all time and my well personal, I know for a fact it's your favourite my personal favourite and on the John Frusciante album the best of John Frusciante it was voted conceivably it was voted as best guitar work and it was definitely voted as one's best work yeah so Yes. Is there any wonder why a song like this didn't make the album? No, there is not, because they were a band performing at the height of their talents, producing majestical songs, mm. and that is a word. And Bicycle Song couldn't quite get on there, could it? But the Bicycle Song at best was an hors d'oeuvre. Mm. Oh, shall we, shall we describe the song in ever-increasingly fancy ways? <laughs> Right, we'll move on now to the uh, socials because uh, we've started talking gibberish. Have you had? <laughs> how's your alcohol consumption getting on? Fantastic. What's that white liquid in front of you? Is that water or gin and tonic? That's a gin and tonic. So what you've got now, as I sit next, uh, opposite my brother, no, there's no wine. There's the no wine in the bottle. The, wine the wine's gone. gone. Of course, the wine is gone. Of course. We will. Shall I move on to socials? Shall we? Yes, I know mine. Do you know yours? No, that's why I'm pausing it to bring up my photo. Okay. <laughs> We come screaming. We come red hot out of what I've potentially done with that uh, their red hot section. Whatever you've done, it was wonderful. Uh, I bet I did. I'll never right. <laughs> if you want to be part of this nonsense, then contact us. Us thusly. Yes. Check out the website. BenTownsendMusic.net is where this stuff is hosted. Please email in if you want to be an ambassador. We will send badges around the world. You'll feel the beautiful. ambassadorship program is alive and well. We've taken on four this week alone. So ben, do contact us. BenTownsendMusic at Hotmail.com is where you can make that happen. A badge, a compliment slip, some bubble wrap and a white envelope will be yours. Yes. Sam, on Twitter you are? At Stack Townsend. I am viral. Over 100 followers now. 
I am at University RHCP. Things seem to be going well there. Always a pleasure to speak to my younger brother. Always a pleasure to speak to my older brother. A great day to talk about the Red Hot Chili Peppers, I think you'll agree, as that wonderful video came out. Randy Raindrops is my new hero. 30 years of blood sugar sex magic. One day of Randy and the gang, and it's the Ryder Cup. So let's all get behind Europe. So come on, Europe. It's been raining. But those raindrops won't halt us. We'll say, raindrops keep falling on my head. And just like the guy whose feet are too big for his bed, nothing seems to fit. Those raindrops keep falling on my head, they keep falling. So I just did me some talking to the sun. To the sun. And I said I didn't like the way he got things done. Sleeping on the job. Those raindrops keep falling on my head, they keep falling. Now we must miss the bridge. On to the next verse. Ready? Un, deux, trois, quatre. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Oh, oh yeah. Just a little ba doo ba ba this crying's not for me. Not for me. Cause I'm never gonna stop the rain by complaining. No. Because I'm free. And nothing's worrying me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wanna be gangster, thinking he's a wise guy, robbing a bank, he's a soccer in the eye guy. Backslide, do said, 